0: Recording live from Austin, Texas, a conversation about marriage and family that women will love and guys won't want to turn off. Dr. Jimmy Myers and Dr. Josh Myers are a Paradox. Hey, everybody. God. Welcome wow. to Paradox. I am Jimmy. You scared me, Jimmy. I know. I didn't want you to do the intro.
1: Oh, good. We changed it up a bit. I wanted to do it. Do it one more time.
0: Hey everybody, welcome to Paradox. You're so much better than me. I'm Jimmy, and you're Josh. You just want to talk for me now? And here are today's top stories. No, we're not doing that no, again. No, we're not. No, Lord help us, that was terrible. It was? You know what I, w- I was singing just before we came on? Just as I am? Baby, it's cold outside. Just a little anthem to sexual harassment. Yeah, I don't think you can sing that anymore. You know, I'm singing it. I am singing it. So I didn't know that that was a thing. What have we come to as a culture? That we cannot sing and celebrate putting some type of a knockout drug in a woman's drink and forcing her to laughable. stay on like Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't even I don't even know.
1: Yeah, where are we? Trump. We have all That's really. What's wrong? Nope, nope. nope. Let's blame on Obama. It's up. Obama. Nope. Maybe Reagan. FDR. Nope.
0: It's never Reagan. Ne- never Reagan. You back that up, buddy. <laughs> then FD- it's ne- FDR. For it's the FDR. You. What's George Washington, basically. Sure, sure, sure. Or whoever penned the Magna (laughs) Carta. I don't know who that was.
1: Oh, Lord. So in a couple of weeks, we're going to release an episode with an interview with Jeff Huxford. You'll hear more, obviously, about his story in the interview. But a concise version is that he was a physician, got into a severe car accident, had a traumatic brain injury, and then had to cease being a physician. And that got us thinking... His wife, well, he, his and wife. He touches married, on this. Yes, he married Jeff, obviously, but she a also physician. married a physician, right? Mm-hmm. And with that, she probably wasn't thinking of this because she's better people than we are. But you marry a certain lifestyle, at least the expectation is there. The
0: expectation,
1: and in one probably thirty second experience that radically changed. And so we want to talk about today what happens when we look up one day and our spouse is not the person that we married.
0: Because we hear that all the time. She's just not who I married. I don't recognize him anymore. You hear this from people, of course, in our offices, frequently the only thing that's troubling about it, I mean, it's, you know, okay, yeah, true, and we'll talk about how true that is, but but it's now being used as a reason, as an excuse for divorcing somebody. They changed.
1: Yeah, we we don't have as much in common anymore, mm-hmm. and it's like, I want to slap those people upside the yeah, head.
0: He doesn't bring me flowers anymore. Is that a Beth complaint? No, that's Barbara Streisand and... She said he doesn't bring me flowers? Neil Sadaka. Neil Diamond, Neil Diamond. Barbara Barbara Spry- Yeah. You don't bring me... You don't sing me love songs. Come on, Josh. Baby, it's <laughs> cold. <laughs> ah. So you hear it all the time that they're different. And because they're different... And these are Christian believing... Yep. Well, since they're no longer the person I married, they sort of switch the goalposts. There's my out. And so... I can leave. I wouldn't be leaving if they were who I married. But since they're now different, I can be left off the hook. That is a false excuse. It is a denial of reality. And when you hear someone say that, they don't meet my needs anymore or whatever, that shows sort of a a blindness to one's own contribution to where the relationship is. Because what do you think you are the same?
1: Yeah, and that's, I mean, change is inevitable. Necessary. Yeah, when we're doing it right, change is going to happen. And when we're doing it wrong, change is going to (laughs) happen. Like, change is inevitable.
0: When you use phrases like that, it is like saying, boy, this relationship sucks, and it is all their fault. Because I've remained the same sweet, wonderful, thin person I was when we got married, and they're completely different and screwed the whole thing up. So it's this masterful way of dodging any and all personal responsibility for where the relationship is and shoving it all off on the spouse.
1: It creates bitterness in our own hearts and bitterness towards a person that it's real. obviously in some cases it's their fault, but really it's
0: not their fault because change is coming. Change is inevitable. And to your point, we are talking about medium-sized changes. I haven't made that point yet, but thank you for... Contributing or attributing? Well, yeah, it to I me. think it's important to, up front to say it was my point. say Thank that you. it was
1: Josh's point. Thank you. It was pre-show. It was my point. We're we are, not. If someone comes down with a cocaine addiction, that's not what we're talking about. That is not something we accept. Yeah, we change physically. Our spouse gets into an accident and is no longer a physician, right? Yes. Like these. That's even. I mean, that's a large change.
0: And I'm telling but, you, expectations have a lot to do with this. You know, we say, you know, in marriage specifically one of the biggest problems that surfaces are unmet expectations, that we were thinking my spouse was going to be like this, having a family was going to be like this, my lifestyle was going to be like this. This was this was my expectation, and now that expectation is not coming true. I feel upset by that. I feel like someone pulled the rug out from under me because my life is no longer what I expected it to be. And a lot of that can be just the, the way our spouse looks physically. And when we talk about expectations, nothing outlines those expectations much more than physical or emotional or whatever, financial and lifestyle. Hey, we, this is where we were going and this is what we were doing and we were going to live like this and we were going to have this lifestyle and now we don't.
1: Josh, when we were dating, your memory was better, but now you can't seem to remember anything that I say. Mm-hmm. These types of things. Those
0: type of things. Yeah. Josh, you know, when we first got married, you, you could look down and see your
1: 160,
0: feet one sixty. But mm-hmm. now, uh, now one leg is one sixty.
1: <laughs> Do you ever remember when I was, or if I ever you was one sixty?
0: I think you were on your birth certificate is like one seventy five, right?
1: <laughs> Whoa. Yo! You're just like, that is a huge kiss. <laughs> what a baby! So the changes that aren't breaking the law, that mm-hmm. aren't harming to self or others, abusive, these are the things that are going to happen inevitably and we cannot allow bitterness they to They have seep to. In.
0: They're common, they're natural, and these changes are good. We don't want to be who we were when we were in our... In Bethlehem's case, you know, 20 years old. I am so thankful that we are not 20 years old anymore. So, some change is good, some change can be challenging, but all change is normal and just in the process of maturing, and it's absolutely necessary. And which is why you tell people, you know, you didn't marry a lifestyle, you married a person, because the person in the case of, of someone where, you know, financially and lifestyle-wise it doesn't pan out, but, the, you know, you married the same person, but, but the other expectations weren't met. Well, you married a person. If you married a lake house and a BMW, well, that's sad for you. That's sad that that was your determinant for picking a life partner. And you tell guys this all the time. Yes, guys are attracted by physical attractiveness we are shallow that way. But that had better change and change in a hurry because she's not going to look like a 23-year-old swimsuit model for very long. I mean, if, if your attraction, if your love, if your devotion to someone literally does not go below skin level, you are in deep kimchi because those those physical attributes go away. As by the way, I can't tell you how many guys have just said, "She's let herself go," and I mean, they just they 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 look like a three hundred pound toad.
1: All right, all right, all right.
0: We've we've got to be able to move beyond what are in some cases unrealistic expectations and understand that change is natural, inevitable, and in the vast majority of cases, a positive.
1: You know why? You you mentioned that we're visual because we're shallow. You know why we're more visible or visual? Because we're shallow? No. We have like 25 to 35 or 40% more activity in the visual part of our brain than women do. Mm-hmm. In theory, that was to allow us to
0: kill a deer 75 yards away with a bow and arrow or a spear. And our genes are screaming out to be transferred to the next generation. And so we're looking for birthing hips.
1: Nope. Nope. That's not at all. But we do have... I did this talk on gender one time and, and talked through all these things, so I'm now somewhat making all these things up. But it's like 25% more testosterone, which testosterone leads us to then want the physical aspects of sex more than the emotional or anything the emotional. else. Mm-hmm. So if you combine highly visual, because of how our brain works, and desiring the physical aspects of sex... That is, that creates the shallowness that you talked about.
0: That has to that's, change over time. That's science. You can't argue with that. <laughs> it's like lasers. <laughs> so that has to change over time. Well, no,
1: it doesn't. That, though the science doesn't doom us to not being able to appreciate other aspects of our mm-hmm. wives, but potentially at some level it has to be more of a conscious choice Because you're not immediately attracted to the emotional like your wife
0: is. But when you have been married for 39 years and you can look at your wife and say she's the most gorgeous woman on the planet, you're not lying. Or you look at your 35-year-old wife uh, after, you know, she's had a couple of kids. She doesn't look like she looked when she was 23, and yet you think she's the most gorgeous human being on the planet. That's change. Yeah. Change that is good, change that is normal. And you're looking at things at such a surface level if you think that we've got to be and think and do as we did when we got married. So saying that our spouse changed, first off, you gotta admit reality that you changed too. You aren't the same either. So what's up with this whole discussion? There's also no biblical out. Jesus didn't say, save for marital infidelity and your spouse changing, you shouldn't get divorced. But if they do change, we'll just beat it out of there. So you got to come up with something else. Something else to divorce? Is
1: that what you're saying? Yeah.
0: yeah. And weird. keep in mind that if you're to the point of just saying, I don't know if I can stay in this relationship, I don't even recognize my husband anymore. Well, listen, that's as much your fault as it is your spouse's. Totally. Because where were where were you talking about these differences when you did recognize your husband? Where were you, sir, when uh, before ma- ma'am, ma'am, either one, when you say there was a time that you recognized your spouse, there was a time that they were the same person, and yet this, this transformation takes a long years, years, years to do. And your inattention to the relationship helped create this issue. Again, by saying that my spouse has changed, that is just really a deflection of your own responsibility.
1: My solution is pretty similar to what we've been saying, but I would say expect it. You have to expect the change because then it won't surprise you.
0: Be the change, Josh. Ah. Hope and change.
1: Fight the power.
0: Be the change.
1: So you have to expect change so it doesn't surprise you and bite you in the whoopsie. You also have to choose, so with the change of your spouse, you have to choose your spouse over your feelings of disappointment or, you know, feeling gypped or taken advantage of. You have to choose the person that is your spouse over the emotional reaction to that change. You also have to, and this is before he or she changes and after, you have to live a life in community. If you're isolated and all you have is your spouse and you look up one day and you're different and changed, well, now you're just more isolated. And we go crazy in isolation. But if you're able to be in community, hopefully that community can not only help you through the change of your spouse, but also help your spouse through the change as well because your spouse all no matter the change is also struggling and confused and doesn't necessarily know how to change the change or whatever so the importance of community prior to the change as well as after
0: cannot be overstated and i would just like if you take anything away from this it's about how we need to understand how to change the change
1: i knew that's what something we're walking away with making fun of me was coming out of mm-hmm. that
0: we got to be able to change the change amen preach I, it and i wouldn't Wouldn't change a thing. You
1: know, I got degrees for that.
0: For change, changing? Stop it! That's what (laughs) I would tell people. And change the change. All right. So if you ever hear those words come out of your mouth, change the change. Slowly reach up and then slap yourself right in the face because it ain't legit
1: paradoxpodcast.com you can check out this episode or any previous one you can also find us on our socials if you want to follow doc jimmy myers on twitter you can receive 65 tweets a day
0: all on articles and really that he funny hasn't things. ever read i read them all and, and i you correct you not grammar well, then you shouldn't be them.
1: getting paid because that would be all you'd be doing is reading the 100 articles oh they're good you can find his socials there as well we appreciate you guys for listening
0: see ya Paradox is produced by Billy Lee Myers Jr. For more about Billy, go to therapywithbilly.com. For more information about our Paradox evangelist, Julie Lyles Carr, go to JulieLylescar.com. And if you want more details about what was discussed on today's show, go to paradoxpodcast.com.